1: Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast.
2: There should be some huge news coming in the NBA tomorrow. In fact, it had better come in the NBA tomorrow. Canty and Carlin in for Greenie, presented by Progressive Insurance. Eight 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 say ESPN. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. A lot of what we've been talking about today: Zion Williamson, and if it is in fact time for the New Orleans or for the New Orleans Pelicans to trade him away. I want to spend a second on something else, though. Canty, mm. did you see this? Do you use Waze a lot when you're using it as a GPS app? What GPS app do you use?
0: I'm a Google Maps guy.
2: Yeah, I have been, too. Uh, and I've also used Apple Maps a lot more lately. Uh, because I don't
0: trust Apple Maps for the reason. I do,
2: and I'll tell you why. It buzz- I've got an Apple Watch, so it buzzes on my wrist to remind me that there's an exit coming up.
0: So, oh, okay. Yeah,
2: which is pretty good. But anyway, that aside... All the voices that... uh, We've heard of celebrity voices in the past on Waze. Mm -hmm. Roger Federer is starting to do voice work for Waze. So I'm just wondering who you would want to be your guide, if you will, on a trip, if you're going to ask for somebody's voice to do a particular... What athlete,
0: what person, who would you want? Who would I want... I mean, who, who, when somebody speaks, who would I pay attention to? I mean, maybe Holly Berry. Wouldn't mind Holly Berry. <laughs> think I think I'd be able to pay attention okay. to what she'd have to say. Okay. In terms of following her directions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But athletes, I mean, I mean athletes are entertainers. You know who I would love? Sam Jackson. Sam Jackson. <laughs> Could he do it without cursing? I, I, no, I, no, I want the cursing included. I said turn left, Emma. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I want. That's what, I want Sam Jackson.
2: <laughs> Sam Jackson would be phenomenal. Like, if he's taking you to the airport, there are no blankety-blanket snakes on the blanket yeah, exactly. I,
0: like, give me the Sam Jackson from Pulp Fiction. Uh, that's what man. I want.
2: Okay, I'll get that. Like, if we're talking about sports
0: people, I kind of would like Perk. Big Perk? Hey, I wouldn't mind Perk. You have now arrived at your destination. Carry the hell on. <laughs> like, I would love that. How would you not love? Charles Barkley? Oh, I'd love Charles Barkley. That's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. I told you make a right. You missed Terrible. <laughs> what about Stephen A? Stephen A? You want
2: Stephen A doing Ooh, it? Ooh,
0: Stephen See, A. See, here's
2: why I would want Stephen A doing it. Because while I pay attention
0: on the excuse road. Excuse me. Excuse me. Exactly. I do <laughs>
2: seem to zone out sometimes where I will miss an exit. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about something. I want somebody that's going to catch my attention.
0: Stephen A is going to catch your
2: attention. Stephen no A's- doubt
0: about it. Bubba, who do you want? Who do you want as your voice on this?
1: You know, I think I'm I might I might take the, the all of the above and, and just go with like a Frank Caliendo so I so I can just mix and match <laughs> and just take everything you're saying and just, you know, each day just choose someone different. Uh, Cam,
3: what do you got? I'm taking Marshawn Lynch. Turn left so you don't get fined.
1: <laughs> Love it. Love it.
0: Love it. Love Turn it. Turn
3: right it. and take care of y'all chicken.
0: Take care <laughs> of y'all's chickens. Love it. Dikembe Matumbo? No, no, no. <laughs> I don't know about Dikembe. Yeah. I don't know about Dikembe. I don't know about Dikembe. I, I, I probably... I probably listen I just AI is taking over though man I like yeah. just think about like celebrity voices that, that you're gonna be hearing from because of AI like yeah. the Beatles are doing a thing where you can hear John Lennon's voice now on a mm-hmm. new track that they're releasing like it's just AI, chat GBT I, I feel like we're, we're we're only a few years away from the robot apocalypse like it's gonna happen machines are gonna take over would you want my voice to be the one to guide you? No, I hear enough from you.
2: Every actually, that day. guy with kind I, I of a would
1: probably. I would it. do. Uh, I would do Nuno. I would have Nuno. Because <laughs> 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 Nuno? Nuno would just be a complete mess, and it would just be. It would be all over the place. He's, uh, oh, actually you could left. go Not. this way, uh, but uh, this I I route avoids the tolls. Uh, go right, uh, 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 straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, Carlin, start, you brought up. Uh, start swearing in Portuguese.
3: Carlin, you brought up uh, Mike Breen before the show. Would you like that?
2: I don't want Mike Breen doing it because he's going to scare you. Bang! No.
0: I don't need nah, to. No, use- but if no, that'd be great though. If once you arrive at your destination, yeah. he gives you the double bang. Yeah. Bang! <laughs> You've arrived. Like, I would love that. Yeah. I was, I feel like I accomplished something. I was listening to Mike
2: last week on a podcast, and he's, he's got such a very comforting voice when he's just talking normally. Yeah. The two of us, like that, again, that would cause me to zone out a little bit. I just, I feel so good
0: when I hear Mike Breen. Yeah. But here's the thing when you're driving, you don't need anybody that's going to create more angst, right? Right. Mike Breen is just soothing, calming, like the way that he delivers the game. I feel like he would deliver when it came to instructing me on how to get to my destination. All
2: right, who do you want? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Ian, our stage manager, who you got? Jim Nance. Jim Nance. Hello, friends. That'd be good. <laughs> that, that's
0: a good one. That's a good. Jim <laughs> Nance is a good one. That's a good one.
2: You're turning down Magnolia Lane. <laughs>
0: that's a good one. 888-SAY-ESPN. <laughs> we want to hear from
2: you on this. What voice do you want to be your guide on ways... In showing you where to go. Who do you want what to What about uh, Tony Romo? Oh, he's good. He, he would try to, oh, he Jim, would, you might <laughs> want to turn right here. Yeah. And he'd try to tell me three turns in advance where yeah, I'm going. He would. That, yeah, would, that, would, that would screw you You know what? He'd be wrong more often than you realize. Wow. There's going to be a roundabout in three miles, Jim. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Kind but of, But not really. Can't. Kind of. Joe Buck would be pretty good. Yeah, Joe Buck wouldn't be bad. No, yeah. Joe Buck would be really be good. Bad. Yeah.
3: That is a disgusting act by the <laughs> driver.
2: Eight <laughs> eight eight say ESPN. Who do you want to be your celebrity voice on ways? Uh, you know, Adam Silver tomorrow has this has the John Morant situation kind of hanging over his head and can't. Tomorrow is the perfect day to move on and and make the decision on how long John Morant's going to be suspended. And it seems like they've already made that decision, but to announce it. Just to remind you, here he was uh, back from June 1st as the NBA Finals were getting set to start. In
0: terms of the timing, we've uncovered a fair amount of additional information. I think since I was still asked about the situation, I would say we probably could have brought it to a head now, but we made the decision, and I believe the Players Association agrees with us, that... It would be unfair to these players and these teams in the middle of the series to announce the results of that investigation. And given that we're, of course, in the offseason, he has now been suspended by the Memphis Grizzlies indefinitely. And so nothing is, would have changed anyway in the next few weeks. It seemed better to park that at the moment, at least any public announcement. And my sense now is that shortly after the conclusion of the finals. We will announce the outcome of that investigation.
2: Draft is next week, and it's a Friday news dump. This has to be done tomorrow.
0: Well, yeah, you don't want to kick off NBA draft week with the John ja Morant news. No. That would be awful. Like, the NBA draft is a celebration of the sport, and it's supposed to be hope springing eternal for all 30 franchises. It's supposed to be overwhelming optimism. You don't want Ja Morant's suspension or his his discipline to be lording over all of that. So, yeah, tomorrow has to be the day. I mean, we could hear from him later on this afternoon, but it has to happen between now and the end of the weekend because you cannot kick off draft week with this news. Now, that being said, he thought well enough to not announce the suspension even though they had uncovered all the information that they had throughout the conference finals and going on into the NBA finals. He thought better of announcing it because it was that significant. It just lets you know that there's nothing good for John Morant in the foreseeable future. No. This is going to be Adam Silver laying down the hammer because John Morant embarrassed him, he embarrassed himself, he embarrassed the entire NBA community. So if you're going to
2: speculate on this, you would say, at least I would, this is a half season probably. Yeah, he's out to the All-Star break. I, I would say a minimum of 30 games, if not more than that. No, it's going to be more than that. Yeah, it's I think be, so too.
0: I, I think he's out until the All-Star break. So if you're the Grizzlies— at least,
2: if you're the Grizzlies, is it then become Tank City? Because if you're, if you're Memphis, you can operate one of two ways, right? You're already moving on from Dylan Brooks. You've told him that publicly. You are trying to figure out who the leaders of your team are going to be in the future. And when you talk about immense talent and not wanting to give up on it, John Morant certainly fits that category, although he is very quickly pushing himself into a dangerous direction. If you are the Grizzlies, do you try to play this down the middle and survive half a season? Because, Chris, we should be talking about Memphis right now as one of the two or three teams in the West that could push Denver, and they're not even remotely close to the conversation because of John Morant at the moment.
0: Yeah, I think they are they absolutely should tank, and when you look at – you know, the the debate whether or not teams should tank, knowing that Adam Silver despises tanking, Like it just makes sense at certain points at, as a franchise to tank. Like, for the San Antonio Spurs, it made sense to tank the last several years. Why? Because you're going to get Victor Webb and Yama. Like, it made sense to trade DeJounte Murray to the Atlanta Atlanta Hawks because you were trying to tank to get a high pick, in a, tra- a franchise-changing player. Remember when David Robinson got hurt once upon a time, they decided to tank the rest of the season. They got the number one pick that yep. ended up being Tim Duncan. Yep. And, and they had a core for a dynastic run. So I just – it makes sense in certain instances as a team to tank. Think about the 2020 NFL draft with all of those young quarterbacks coming out, Joe Burrow and Tua and Justin Herbert. It made sense for the Miami Dolphins and the Cincinnati Bengals and the L.A. Chargers to tank. It made sense. Like, there are certain times it makes sense to tank in sports whether or not we want to admit it, and this would be one of those times if you're the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, this is not something that the organization planned, but by virtue of what happened to one of your star players, I think this could be the road that you decide to go down because you're not competing for a title. You're not closing the gap to the Denver Nuggets with John Morant out at least half the season. You think he could get the whole year? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't think it's off the table. But do you think the player
2: and, – and, and Adam Silver already made it clear that he's going to be on the same page as the Players Association.
0: Well, he's, he's given, been he's been pro-player. Adam yeah. Silver has, you know, been no, I mean,
2: in those comments too.
0: Well, yeah. he's bent over backwards to make sure that he has a good rapport with the MBPA and Michelle Roberts. So, yeah, I, I would imagine that they're going to be in lockstep when this discipline is announced. And here's the thing, if you're a guy that's that's – in the players' union, I get it, you're supposed to represent the interests of the players, but this is one of those instances that could potentially cast dispersions on every player in the league. And you've got to make sure that you send a clear message that this is not what our game is about, this nonsense and the the, the drama that Ja Morant has chosen to engage in off the court with gunplay. Like, we're talking about the incident in Colorado, and we're talking about the incident um, weeks after that with his friend in the car, but those aren't the only two incidents with Ja Morant in firearms, and so th- this is a nationwide problem. And you have one of the biggest stars in sports entertainment perpetuating that through his behaviors, through his actions on social media. And you can't be about that if you're the NBA as a business product. And make no mistake about it, this is this is really one of the only professional sports leagues where you're talking about the owners and the players being truly in a partnership. I think they're working together to maintain their bottom line. And if, you, if you're going to do that, if you're going to protect the integrity of the sport, suspending John Morant, you know, for half the season, potentially the whole season, is the right thing to do.
2: You can watch Greeny on the ESPN app. Just click watch, look for Greeny, and enjoy. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. In just moments, we... We'll go to the confidence meter to talk about young quarterbacks in year three or younger. What is our confidence level in their ability to win the division? We get into that plus your calls on not only Zion Williamson and if they should trade him, but also what the celebrity voice is that you would choose to be your guidance in your GPS. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio.
4: Types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to PrizePicks.com/Greenberg and use code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to $100. That's PrizePicks.com/Greenberg. Code Greenberg for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more. Pick less. It's that easy.
0: Greeny,
1: the podcast.
2: We've gotten some great responses on this celebrity voice for ways because Roger Federer is apparently doing voice work for ways. So who would you want? What athlete? What person do you want giving you directions? Let's get a couple of these in before we get to our quarterbacks. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio coming to you live from the Seaport brought to you by a Gray Goose. Keith up first on ESPN Radio. Keith, who do you want?
0: I want Vince Scully being a longtime Dodger fan. I think it would be great. Vince Scully would be a that'd nice. be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue with that one. That being would be being able to use the AI for Vince Scully. Oh, that's that'd be... awesome. That would be absolutely fantastic. What, what about this, Bob Euchre. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Only if he's going to do it as Harry Doyle from Major League. Yes, ratings. exactly. Yes, yes,
0: know? thousand percent.
2: Andrew, next ESPN Radio. Who you got?
0: Hey, how about a uh, Dicky V? Nick Vitale, Vitale would be good. Take yeah. a lap, baby. Pride time player. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Love it. Love Josh, it. up next. Josh, give me the guy who you want
0: as your celebrity voice on Waze.
4: Uh, I got to go with Michael Irvin, the playmaker, man. That, that dude always gets me hyped. I'm going Irvin, Michael Irvin.
0: That's the thing, though. With, with, with Irv, you don't know whether or not whether you're getting directions or a sermon. You just don't know. <laughs> I mean, you just don't know what Michael, Irvin, and I love Michael. Irvin. I love the playmaker. I would just be so confused. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if I'd be able to follow what he's like. What did you just say? What's in the store back there? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know. My, Michael Irvin takes it feels like it would take him a long time to get to the directions that I would need to get where I want to go. William
2: Manhattan next on ESPN radio. Who you got, brother? Uncle Snoop Dogg, Snoop Doggy Dogg. That's Listen, who I got. I I would I absolutely would want Snoop. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I cannot get enough, and I know it's years old at this point, but Snoop uh, narrating nature shows can't get enough of it. Really? It's so funny. It's so good. It's as good as it gets. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, I I absolutely love it. I saw the other one the other day where the mongoose is backed up a gator, and at the end, he's singing to them boys. (laughs) Is
0: there anything that Snoop would do that we wouldn't be interested in hearing from or watching? Like, I I enjoyed watching Snoop with Martha Stewart. Yeah. Like, that was great. It was great TV.
2: Honestly, I don't think there is. Right? He's, He's
0: like one of those people, like, everything he touches turns to gold.
2: Like, how has Snoop not already been, you know, remember back in the day when they put Dennis Miller on Monday Night Football? Yes. How has Snoop not already been approached to do... A broadcast. Somewhere. At
0: least be on the Manning cast a little bit more. Right. Like, have the Manning cast one, one game featuring Snoop.
2: What was the, the Jake Paul or, or Logan Paul fight thing? The, the, he was on one back He was in the on day.
0: He was on that, yeah. Vision, I forget what it was called. Uh, I don't remember what it was yeah. called, but he was on that, yeah.
2: Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Canty, let's do a little quick-paced NFL segment, shall we? You yesterday... We're into the idea of younger quarterbacks in year three or under who may have a chance to win their division. So right now what we will do is Cam will name a young quarterback who is in his third year or less, and we will give our comfortability, our confidence in where we feel like that quarterback could win his division. Are we not confident? Are we somewhat confident? Are we fully confident?
0: Sounds like one of those SAT questions.
2: Yes, (laughs) exactly.
0: (laughs) It's like a survey. Strongly
3: agree? Agree? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly. There you go. Let's start things off with a guy who won his division already, Trevor Lawrence, over there in the AFC South. Canty, I'll start with you. Where are you feeling a confidence meter in Trevor Lawrence?
0: Fully confident. Why wouldn't I be? They're playing in the AFC South. It's like Trevor Lawrence walking in a class with a bunch of kindergartners saying he's the tallest person. Like, of course. Yeah. Like, how could you not be confident that they're going to win that division again? They finally got an adult in the room and a head coach and Doug Peterson. I mean, the arrow's pointed up for the Jacksonville Jaguars.
2: Yeah, I, I am fully confident in that. And Canty, I'm going to take it a step further. Here's a little uh, prediction for you for the season. Trevor Lawrence will be in the top three for MVP. Ooh. Trevor Lawrence this year will be in the top three for MVP. Very confident. Next.
3: All right. Not a done deal that he will be the starter, but assuming he is healthy, we think he will be. Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant. Chris Carlin, confidence meter and Brock Purdy to lead the Niners to a division championship.
2: Uh, fully confident, and that's only because of the rest of the team around him, especially on the defensive side. Canty, uh, the Niners just, I mean, they got to the NFC championship game with him. Why wouldn't I be fully confident that they could?
0: Somewhat confident. I don't know really? how he's going to play coming off of the UCL injury. Trey Lance, probably going to push him. Remember, John Lynch invested a lot of draft capital in order to get him, so No guarantee that Trey Lance doesn't come in and light it up in Brock Purdy's absence early on in the season. And then I think Seattle did enough to close the gap between them and the 49ers this offseason. So um, somewhat confident in Brock Purdy. Next.
3: All right, our first rookie on the list, Bryce Young, in the lowly NFC South, Chris Canty confidence meter in Bryce Young to lead the Panthers to a division title.
0: Fully confident and has less to do with Brock Bryce Young and the Carolina Panthers and more to do with the rest of the division. Mm. The a- a- NFC South is the worst division in all of football? Yeah, I think It's that's right true. there. Uh, so, I, yeah, I, I, I like Bryce Young, what they put around him in Carolina. they got a veteran coaching staff down there. Not just Frank Reich, but Jim Caldwell, Josh McCown. They've got a, a who's who of coaches around Bryce Young and his development. So, I like the Panthers to win. I love the Panthers to win the NFC South. I'd go somewhat
2: confident with it because I think he's going to go through some rookie growing pains, and, and that could hurt. And there still is Garrett Carr in New Orleans, so I have to give that a puncher's chance. I go somewhat confident. Next,
3: all right, Justin Fields in the NFC South now that Aaron Rodgers is gone. Chris Carlin, confidence meter in Justin Fields to lead the Bears to the NFC North title.
2: Uh, I would say I'm. I'm somewhat confident, and that's more about the Lions than it is about anything else. But I would fluctuate somewhere between somewhat and fully. I am fully confident that in the next few years they will. But, yeah, I would say I'm on the high end of somewhat confident this year.
0: Uh, I'm fully confident that Justin Fields will be the best quarterback in that division by season's end. But I'm only somewhat confident that that team is going to contend for a division title just because their defense is a work in progress. And I do think there are two, I do think there are three live teams in that division outside of the Bears. I think all three of those teams, the Packers, the Lions, and the Vikings, are gonna be solid ball clubs. So
2: next.
3: Alright, let's get some other teams in here. We've got Mac Jones. D Hop is in the building. Probably the toughest division in the NFL. Mac Jones to lead the Patriots to the AFC East title, can't he?
0: Not confident at all. How could you be? Mac Mac Jones is the least talented quarterback in the division, and he had the worst season out of any of the quarterbacks in that division. So I, you know, no, there, there's, I mean, what's understood ain't got to be said. I'm not confident. Not confident. Next.
3: <laughs> well, this next one might be a quick answer too, Chris Carlin. How about Sam Howell?
2: Oh dear God! I, I not, I, it, like, I, I, don't even want to have it register as not confident. Like, I, I have no. Response to the question, I think the premise of the question is ridiculous. No. No, not confident.
0: Somewhat confident.
2: In the NFC East.
0: Somewhat confident. Who was the first? to Stay t- off can, the weed. Can, can I ask you a question? Who was the first team to beat Philadelphia last year? I understand. Who was the first team? And they did it with Taylor Heineke playing average quarterback, giving you average quarterback play. Now, Sam Howell is vastly more talented than Taylor Heineke. I'm not saying he's going to be better or worse, but I do believe in what they've put around Sam Howell. Just take a look at the skill position core. Then you look at the defense for the Washington Commanders led by that D-line. I think they're going to be more of a live dog in the NFC East than people give them credit for. So I will say somewhat confident.
3: Chase Young also back in the mix.
0: Exactly. He needs a big year. You can't see and
2: Carlin, ESPN Radio. We are in for Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. 888-SAY-ESPN. More of your names that you want, the voices that you want to be your guide on ways since Roger Federer is apparently doing that. And Zion Williamson. Is there one team in particular that needs to roll the dice on Zion Williamson for its future? It's all on the way.
4: Greeny, the podcast.
2: It's Thursday, which means Bubba closely monitoring the cafeteria taco situation. Uh, what is our resolution today, Bubba? Will we have ground beef today in the uh, cafeteria at ESPN? Today is a uh, pork day. Pork tacos. Today is pork, yeah. Okay, but you want them to know that you are keeping them accountable right now.
1: Yeah, I started, uh, started tracking it, um, you know, I think two weeks ago, so I... You know, as long as they're doing the official rotation, is all I really care about because it's you know it's ground beef, chicken, steak, pork. Right. As long as it's those four, and then back to ground beef, I'm okay. The issue I had is we basically went like seven weeks without ground beef, and that's just a so I, you know ludicrous. <laughs> so let's, you know, let's let's just keep the keep it in rotation, and I'm fine. You know, that's all I'm asking for here. But I'm I'm I got I'm tracking it, boys. So. You're on top of them. I'm on top of them. So if I have to go down there and hand them the sheet of paper and show them week one, week two, week three, week four, (laughs) I'll do it. And they'll they'll keep saying, oh, it's not me. It's it's above my pay grade. (laughs) Well... Who do you want me to bring this piece of paper to? Because I'll bring it right to them. They're me. always passing the buck. Yeah, I'll go right to their house. Yeah, exactly.
2: I will show up at 7 p.m. when yeah. you're sitting down to your dinner. I'll send Nuno the spy. We'll find out. We'll find out exactly what's going on. You'll know what's happening quickly. I thought about this briefly yesterday. Do you think that if... Um, Dan Orlowski famously likes plain food, uh, he will only eat nachos with cheese and plain chicken. Do you think if... Dan Orlovsky was given the chance to eat fully loaded nachos, Mm. chili, guac, everything. And he could erase the stepping out of bounds play in the end zone that he would do it.
0: See, I I have a hard time putting myself in his shoes, both literally and figuratively with that situation, because I love fully loaded nachos. Right. Like, to me, there's no downside to the scenario that you just laid out. I, is it, 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 but
2: he I don't I don't know that he would do that that's ridiculous I don't know that fully he would loaded
0: do that. nachos are outstanding I
2: know I agree I it's absurd chili with some ground beef in it it's the cheese it the jalapeños yeah, the jalapenos tomatoes on
0: there, absolutely a little guac, See, a little sour a,
2: cream
3: oh. it's a double edged sword because Dan Orlovsky is iconic like people remember him for that like I think he would have been kind of lost to NFL history. He might still have been an analyst, but he has. It's a terrible play, but it's a play that he's known for. Not many backups have have a play that they're known for. So you for. think
2: he embraces that?
3: I, he he does now. I'm sure it's yeah. still very embarrassing, but he he is a great sport about it. I've you know we've seen it, and we saw when Jimmy Garoppolo stepped out of the back of the end zone a couple of years ago, and he tweeted, <laughs> "I'm free." <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean how many
1: backups or even like you know third strings like I mean of him do people even know? I mean he's he's pretty well known, and obviously being on. TV now helps, but... Jason Garrett before he became a head
0: yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah. I Turkey mean, he day. had that Thanksgiving Day game, it
1: yeah. was, uh, was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah,
2: but there
1: are not many
0: out there. That's no, for sure. Dan has certainly all.
2: forged a path. Next I, I, time we have him on, I want yeah, to know. I just don't the think question. there's
0: any downside to it. It's so ridiculous. Didn't you talk that he to him yesterday? Fully loaded, not. Uh, we we were, were supposed to talk to him, but he big timed us, Cam. Oh, he, that's what happened. He must have been he he eating. Big
3: Must have been eating plain chicken. Yeah, yeah.
1: exactly. I'm sure he was in. He was probably in Bristol, just like. Of course he was. He was on NFL Live 30 minutes after you. I actually, I
3: actually saw him at the cafe yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah. Nuno yeah. sent us a picture of him. He big-timed us. What a snitch. He, he blew us off
3: like a piece this. of lint. Yeah. That's yeah. what happened. At least Jeremy called in.
2: <laughs> as, <laughs> he's, <laughs> as he's walking down the hall to the yeah. cafeteria, ironically. <laughs> <laughs> it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio in for greeny. A couple of more of these calls on the celebrity voice that you want running your ways. Lorenzo, up next on ESPN Radio. Lorenzo, who you want?
1: I want Gilbert Godfrey.
2: (laughs) You won't miss a turn. I guarantee you that. Probably not. You will not miss a turn. How about Foster in Texas next, ESPN Radio?
3: Charlie Steiner, as long as he can laugh like he did whenever Carl Lewis sang the national anthem.
2: (laughs) Who's this now? Charlie Steiner when, when who sang the anthem? Carl I didn't catch Lewis thing, the National Oh, when Carl Lewis and, and Charlie must have been doing that game. I don't remember that part
1: of it. Was, it, it was when he was doing Sports Center. and okay. he was doing the highlight. He just, like, lost. He couldn't contain himself showing the highlight. Mm. He just, like, lost it.
2: Well, when Charlie did the pool boy at Melrose Place Sports Center commercial, okay. yeah, that, that was, was about great. as good as it All could right. be. Gotcha. Absolutely. What about
1: Charlie Sheen? It's talking about Charlie's. Winning. Charlie Sheen going so yeah I mean, uh,
0: yeah kind of doesn't
1: do the it. Son, for me the signs
0: worn off on that one.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. How about uh, Mike, Charlotte, North Carolina? Mike, who you got? This one was easy for me. The voice of God, um, Bob Shepard. It would be, it would put it to, put me too much at ease. The the long public address announcer at Yankee Stadium.
0: Yeah. Number two, Derek Jeter. G-turn. G-turn. That was pretty G-turn. good, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah. No, at, like, le-
3: at least he'd repeat the directions
0: every time. That's a great point. Turn right? left. That is a great point, Cam. <laughs> X- you would have a hard two. time missing the turns and, and and all of that stuff. So yeah, I'm with you on that.
2: Last couple. Let's hit uh, Jonah up next on ESPN Radio. Jonah, who you got?
0: I'm sure. I'm not sure why there's this big
2: discussion because it's the answer is two people. One, James Earl Jones. You can have
3: oh. him do the greatest villain oh. ever, Darth Vader. Or uh, the greatest king ever,
2: Mufasa, mm. and then there's also um, Morgan Freeman because, well, he's Morgan Freeman. That's yeah. the answers right there. <laughs> That's
0: phenomenal. I can't argue against that. Yeah. James Earl Jones or Morgan Freeman. How could yeah. you argue against that? You can't. You can't. This is CNN. You like, I,
2: like I, how do you argue against that? You know, I swore, I swore that James Earl Jones also did the Arby's commercials. But it turns out it's Ving Rams. Yeah. They sound it's v- that it's much it's Ving alike. Rames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sound that but much. But James alike. Earl Jones is iconic. Oh,
0: there's there's no, there's no way you're missing any directions with James Earl Jones on Google Maps. I think yeah. they
3: already had some Darth Vader voice on uh, on old GPS's.
0: I think they did too. I yeah. think you're
2: right, Kim, because I I seem to remember like the breathing yeah. was on that. But Morgan yeah. Freeman would be a good one That's too. Good Morgan one. Freeman would be great. Yeah. Carmen next, ESPN radio. Carmen, who you got? Hey
3: guys, any professional wrestler? I'm going to go with the Macho Man. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Like
3: you know, it, it, if you get told you need to take a turn, brother, uh, that would be Hulk Hogan, the Junkyard Dog, anybody.
0: Macho Man Randy Savage. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Come on, man, you can't, you couldn't beat that. Yeah. Stay straight. No, you. Couldn't. Stay straight, brother. <laughs> well, that's Hogan.
2: That, well, no, that Savage did, brother. Savage, Savage did, Savage did. Yeah. Yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, Macho Man was a
0: Awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. The Rock, maybe. The Rock. Yeah. Can you smell? Yeah, I can't even do it, but you know. Austin. What Stone Cold. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Listen, You're right. Re- re- wrestlers do a phenomenal job when it comes to entertainment, so they would be great at doing.
2: That. I am now going to spend my afternoon looking through to see what celebrity voices I could actually get to do it on. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cantia Carlin, ESPN Radio, and on the ESPN app. Zion Williamson has been the talk of the last day or so about potentially getting moved, considering all the -the off-the-court stuff that's gone on lately, considering we haven't seen him nearly enough on the court, and the rumor that the Pelicans want to try to get into the top three of the draft next week. Now, let's take you back to 2021. Zion Williamson, after playing with the Pelicans at madison square garden
3: new york is the mecca of basketball i love playing here uh when i played here in college and this is my first time playing here in the pros and i mean this this atmosphere you know whether they're cheering for you whether they're booing for you uh it's amazing Uh, honestly i think outside of new orleans obviously uh i think this might be my favorite place to play outside of new orleans i can't even lie to you i can't lie to you
2: and that whole time he had a giant smile on his face. Yeah. And if you'll remember, it was pretty clear back at the draft lottery, the year the Knicks had a chance to get the number one pick, they ended up with the third overall pick, took mm-hmm. R.J. Barrett.
0: Yeah, Not uh, the Duke guy they wanted.
2: Not the Duke guy they wanted. And uh, Zion, like, he didn't show true disappointment, but everybody knew that he wanted to be here. Canty, if you're the Knicks right now, are you rolling the dice in that direction? Are you unloading some of the picks that you have and players that you have for Zion Williams.
0: It's a conversation. Yeah. It's a conversation, and we'll see where it goes. I mean, if you're the Pelicans, you certainly want to include players and picks if you're not going to get one of those top three lottery spots and the Knicks don't own any of those picks. So, yeah, I think you'd have the conversation – Now, ultimately, is that something that makes a whole lot of sense based on where you're at as an organization, your your likelihood of being able to land a player like that if you stay on the current course, either via free agency or eventual trade? I think those are all things that you have to weigh out before you make any final determination. But it's not often that you you get to have the chance to acquire a player that has the kind of talent that Zion is bringing to the party. The biggest issue, as I see it, is that whatever franchise brings him in, or if the Pelicans keep him, you got to make damn sure you got a plan in order to keep him healthy, and that has to come with a commitment from him that he's going to do everything it takes in order to make sure that he's the best version of himself when he shows up next season.
2: That's the risk that they need to take, and it's, it's fair to take it, because, Chris, Zion with the Knicks, in that combination of what they have already, if he is on the court, Would be incredible. And I know what the injury concerns are. I've talked about them and and laid them out. And why, if you are New Orleans, so you would consider dealing him. If you get enough in return from the Knicks, you do it. Because it can help them right away. They're not far off from being able to win. And if you're the Knicks, he's worth it. He He can be transformational for them. And dare I say, I would much rather have Zion than Bradley
0: Beal. Much rather have Zion than Bradley Beal. I don't know about that. I mean, at least you know Bradley is going to show up. If I, I do. I do. But I, I am going on the idea that
2: if this guy is at this juncture of his career still so young and he can figure it out with staying in shape and I got the right plan for him, as you talked about, with staying healthy... I mean, that's an incredible, incredible force with Jalen Brunson and with what they have to work with. Uh, to me, I, I, I'm not a huge Bradley Beal guy because he, he's been to the playoffs, but I can't sit here and tell you he's ever been a major difference maker at any front. I, feel, I think that we both know that Zion Williamson on the court is a major difference maker.
0: No, he's a major difference maker, but he's missed 200 games in four years. So, I mean, you can't gloss over the fact that he's been unavailable. So, yeah, on paper, he makes you, you know, exponentially better. But the question is, is he going to actually be on the court when you need him? Is he going to be on the court going down the stretch run of the regular season? Is he going to be on the court for the two months that it takes in the postseason leading up to the NBA finals? Like, those are all legitimate questions that we don't have an answer to, and as far as what we would project, it wouldn't be what you would want it to be, given the package that it would cost in order to get him from New Orleans. So, if you're the Knicks, it's a conversation, but if you have the opportunity to go after a Bradley Beal over Zion Williamson, I think you would lean in that direction.
2: I think that either way, you're in good shape, but I'd take Zion.
1: Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN radio or watch the show through the watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on get up weekday mornings at eight on ESPN
4: and also available wherever you get your podcast.